Clive. He likes handguns to always be loaded and in reach. He always told us, ain't been robbed and ain't about to get robbed. Well, I'm not about to let Clive down. He has been clear that he doesn't want to do business with these men, whoever they are, and it's time they see their way on down the road. When I open the door and enter the office area, my heart stops. A man stands in front of Clive, not more than ten feet from him, with a gun aimed right at his chest. There are six other men, all dressed in jeans, leather, and motorcycle vests, standing around with stone-cold faces. I don't see the eighth man and assume he's out front as a lookout. I don't have enough rounds in this gun to take them all out. This don't concern you two boys. Go on, the man wielding the weapon says, waving us away with the barrel of the gun. I look at Tommy, who moves closer to the desk where we both know there is a revolver just under the top. If I have to use this, I better make every shot count, then pray like hell Tommy can cover the other men. You too deaf or dumb? Another man in the back with a beard that goes down to his belly roars. Go on and get! Ain't leaving, Clive, I say, deepening my voice and stealing my spine. Loyalty, the man with the gun says. I can admire that. See, Clive? You got yourself some good old boys here who understand loyalty. This'll do you right good for our business. Clive clenches and unclenches his fists. I said no. Thought Cheek said the old man would be easy to work with. Some guy in the back with his front teeth missing hollers. Don't you worry about it. Cheeks' nephew made contact for us. Clive here will cooperate. Nephew? Uncle? Then it hits me. Fucking Paul Watson. As soon as I get Clive out of this mess, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Tommy has moved into position behind the desk to easily grab the revolver. With the countertop for both of us to use for cover, we are in the best spots we can be. Clive, however, is not. I mentally start sorting out the proximity and ages of the men. This all calculates into their reaction times. Based on Tommy's location to mine, he has a blind spot to two of them, so I need to hit the main guy, then those two in rapid succession. Each shot has to count. There will be no second chances today. The man with the gun looks at me. If Clive can't be reasonable... I'm sure one of these young men will understand that business is business, and our deal is a lucrative one. I look at Tommy, who nods at me before he scans the men again, most likely doing his own mental calculations, since his rounds are limited as well. Clive has a good business going, fellas. I try to reason. We appreciate you stopping in and all, but you know what they say. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Clive likes things how they are. It ain't my place or yours to change that. The man smiles at me with a wicked grin. There is no remorse to be seen, no empathy, nothing. The man in front of me is a dead man on the inside, and if this keeps on, I'm going to make sure he's dead on the outside as well. Blaine, Tommy, go on out back and finish those tires. We're closing up shop for the day. Clive instructs, then steps back. 
I can tell he's trying to get to the front counter where he can have cover and possibly reach the desk. We're good, I reassure him. Tires are done. We'll help see your guests out and lock up. I stand my ground firmly. I don't care if I die today. I will do it, not backing down to these assholes. Fear doesn't hit me. Adrenaline keeps me at the ready. I have the love of a good woman, and I'm going home to her tonight, damn it. The man raises his gun and slides off the safety as he aims for Clive's head, stopping him from reaching the safe zone behind the counter. Think you should reconsider, Clive. You only get one answer. Without giving the man an opportunity, I pull the small Beretta from behind my back and fire. One shot. One bullet to the head. I don't wait. There is no time to hesitate. I have to make each and every second count. I take out the other.